Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between. Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. And follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What's up, everybody? Hi! Welcome <laughs> to another episode <laughs> of your favorite pop culture cat. Damn it! <laughs> I can't say it today! <laughs> Your favorite pop culture podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Culture Catch Up, (laughs) your favorite pop culture podcast. I'll be leading this episode today as the person who has a Uh, deep background with the movie Beep. Nice. Just kidding. Jared's the lead today. I've never seen this movie. (laughs) But that was a perfect intro, though, so we're just going to roll with it. I didn't want to spoil it. Thank you. I appreciate that. But no, that was like our third try of going for the introduction. It's just a bad habit, bad, bad podcasting habit of mine that I still just have a hard time with mainly <laughs> introductions sometimes. But anyway, what's up? We're here with another episode to talk about one of my favorite childhood films, The Iron Giant. It's exciting times. I guess. Oh, okay. Well, now we already know how <laughs> Sam feels about no, this, this one. No, this is me before I saw it. Oh, that's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But uh, yeah, so we're here to talk about The Iron Giant, a movie from 1999. But before we get into that, Sam, what have you been watching? I hate to say it, but I'm still watching Blossom. <laughs> but you're close, though, right? I have right? two episodes left, guys. Blossom <laughs> just graduated high school, which is a weird way to not end a show. There's still two episodes after she graduates, so oh, I don't really know what happens in these. She's got a lot of lessons left. Doesn't matter. I'm not here to talk about Blossom. Okay. Wait, what was I here to talk about? I already forgot. <laughs> What else uh, did I say? A certain I've been show watching? that holds a, a special place in your heart. Oh my god! Sorry. Okay, I started listening to a new podcast that's a rewatch <laughs> of Friday Night Lights. So we restarted Friday Night Lights. It's probably been like ten years since we watched it. Eight. Yeah, about, it's been a I long time. Eight, yeah, eight to ten. It's been a minute. I mean, I've only ever watched it through a few separate times. So you've only seen it all the way through the one time, the one I think, time, right? Yeah. yeah. So we started. Uh, at the very beginning, we've only we're only a few episodes in. Um, I was really scared that it might not hold up, and I would no longer care about it because I have lost all interest in sports whatsoever. And uh, but you know, the, and the whole point of the podcast I'm listening to is that it's not just about the football. Of course, right. it's not. But um, I just really didn't have high expectations for this rewatch. And then you'll all be happy to know that about 45 seconds in, I started crying. <laughs> So, Good old Grandma Saracen did her in. Still high up on the favorite TV shows list, I guess. Yep. Um, but I'm excited to rewatch it. And I am too. Austin is a very different city than it was when they were filming Friday Night Lights. So it's now even more fun to see all of the things that no longer exist. Fun fact: I lived less than a mile away from the where the Dairy Queen that they used for the Alamo Freeze. Yep, yep, he did. So at one point, that was Big time. very cool when I figured. How did that we out. even figure that out? Do you remember? I think we were watching it. I think so, and we and, could and see we out could the like window see enough. See out the window, and we saw the Dairy Queen, and like, and we were like, "Wait, that looks incredibly familiar." Yeah, and then yeah, yeah like yeah. later in the series, I think they have a couple more scenes that yeah, I think showed the surrounding area better. And we were like, "Oh." So cool. So, so it's fun for a lot of reasons, yeah. and there's a lot of layers to that. I, but. I was surprised when it started up, even how much kind of a little bit of nostalgia it brought up for me, too. <gasps> so I am excited wow. to get into it. Is that because I was watching it like early in our relationship? Yeah, I think so. Think? I remember we were about to leave to either go to 
Oklahoma or Lubbock, one of the two, very early on. And this is when the final season was premiering or was playing. Well, remember it aired and on it, like, two. like aired in two, two like yeah. chunks, right? No, it aired on two networks too. Didn't it air on like Showtime or something? Yeah, yeah DirecTV or something random. And then back on NBC or something like something that. Something like that. So you hadn't seen like the first chunk of this yet. Something weird. And I don't so remember. You, but that day that we were leaving to go out of town, we just so happened to be in Walmart, I think, and uh, saw that the DVD set for that first half of the season and we bought it and you watched it on a laptop in the car on the way up there to wherever we were How going. How on earth do you remember these I don't things? know. This literally was just like sparked in this conversation. I not an this. ounce of memory But I'm pretty sure, that. yeah, we were like going up to Oklahoma to visit my family and stuff like that and... Well, if you were a big Friday Night Lights fan back in the day, and so you it's think, stuff like that, I remember, like the hearing the theme song, you know, and it all comes back. So it's it's got Aww, that nostalgia for me. That's but. sweet. If you were an FNL fan back in the day, and you think you no longer care about it, I want to know if you cry when Grandma Saracen points at Matt Saracen and says, "You, I adore," because that's what made me cry. So sweet. That's gonna be my tear up right now. Just- <laughs> <laughs> her face and everything Matt Harrison comes through that series. She was sitting in front of me in the living room. <laughs> Did my shoulders like start shaking? No, I didn't even notice that. You just like turned around and looked at me and just had so much big, big tears just rolling oh, down God. your face. It was hilarious. I have a lot of emotions. <sighs> anyway, we're only a few so episodes sweet. in, but that's mostly what I've been watching. Um, we're going to really have to pick up our Christmas movie watching or we're going to run yeah, out of time. We are time. falling behind big time. We have time. a few standards we watch every year. One of those is Love Actually. Mm-hmm. That um, one is a must every year. And we did watch the little special thing that Diane Sawyer just did about it, which was kind of fun, right? It was fun. It was it was cool to see who they were able to get to come yeah. on and talk about it. Like, like Hugh they, Grant was on and it. And Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, yeah. Uh, the kid whose name I'm forgetting now. Uh, the little kid. The little kid. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they couldn't get Liam Neeson to show. He was too busy, I guess. I will uh, say, a I few thought, other people. Oh, Natalie. I thought it was going to be more of a reunion, and these were all separate interviews. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. They couldn't even get a pair together to interview. It was single interviews for everybody, but it was still pretty fun to oh, watch. Oh, and the writer and director. What? And the writer and director. They had. Oh yeah, Richard whatever Curtis. that guy's they name a bunch is. Of, they had a bunch of uh, interviews with him too. Yeah, that's true. So, but it was kind of fun. It was fun. We'll get to it at some point before Christmas. Yeah, we always do. We always do. Uh, what have you been watching other than my back shake as I cry while we watch Friday Night Lights? <laughs> um, God, can you even imagine the finale, what it's going to do to oh, me? Oh, no. There's it's like a few you. key moments like, oh, oof, it's going to be bad. When Matt's dad dies, spoiler alert, oh. I'm sorry if you didn't know that yet. You're too late anyway. I That is going to absolutely wreck me. Yeah. And then the end when Tim... <laughs> This is a Friday Night Lights rewatch podcast now. <laughs> In the very last scene when Tim Riggins is on his land with Billy Riggins. Oh. <laughs> and he cheers us with a beer and says, Texas forever to their land. Oh, my God. God, are here, folks? <laughs> Who cares about the Iron Giant? Let's talk oh. about Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll move on then. Um, I'm trying to think, though. We talked about that so long. I don't remember what I've been watching lately. What um, have you been watching? Uh, well, I guess the Andor finale. You finished Andor, Yeah, I finished yes. Andor. Fantastic. I'll say it again. Go watch it. And if you think it's slow, I don't believe you. Just stick around for a little <laughs> bit. And, uh, you know, it does 
be, turn into it, it, I, I recognize it's different than what the normal Star Wars show fair is but I think that's what makes it so great but if you uh, I would say it picks up a lot by the halfway point of the season and just like continues on full steam from there mm-hmm. so it's very good Star Wars you're say. happy with the ending so happy is there more of it there will be another season yes uh, but it's gonna be I think a couple years until oh damn well oh It'll probably at least be 2024 because they just started filming and the filming's supposed to go through summer of next year or end summer of next year. Damn. Yeah. That's long too long. Schedule. It is. Listen, I don't care if you can't get another season out quicker than that. <laughs> That's too long. I know it. But it's okay because in the meantime, uh, I'm going to have The Last of Us show starting in January. I know that's not Star Wars, but I'm just as excited for it. That is sure. going to be yes, incredible. Yes. New trailer just dropped for it. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Uh, but there's going to be that in early January, January 15th. The new, the second season of The Bad Batch, which is Star Wars, is also coming in January. And then in March is Mandalorian Season 3 is finally kicking off. And the newly uh, revealed, or recently revealed, Jedi... Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order video game talk, veering into another lane. You've here. totally lost me. Also, this coming is a out completely different podcast now. So it, you know what? We're just having fun. You're booked January to March. That's what you're saying. Basically, with st- with some More fresh like January to content. May. So you know, so you know, it's going to be a good time. Good. That's exciting. Out. So yeah, l- I uh, may not be watching much now, but I'm going to be soon. Okay, that did also remind me. We're never going to talk about the Iron <laughs> Giant. <laughs> Uh, Peacock is about to release that series that's based on the Best Man Holiday series. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. That's right. That'll be cool. It comes out right before Christmas, which seems weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're assuming people will binge it over Christmas. Probably. I will. I mean, that was going to say, aren't you? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, and then we're also really excited about the White Lotus finale. Yes. Which is about that's to happen. two days from now. Yep, yep. And ooh, are we excited? We have a lot of theories. I'm yes. very confused. Same. Can't wait to see. We just who got dies. a uh, we just got a reveal, uh, or not, not a, a reveal, reveal, a fact. We were reminded that we were, yeah that we missed uh, that kind of like throws a little bit of our theories <laughs> from into the first episode. Yeah, and so I, I'm back. Shout to, out to I'm Peyton kinda, for reminding us yeah. for something of something we totally forgot. We just about. heroically binged the show in literally a day. <laughs> so like, shout out to her for that too. The hero we didn't know we needed. Um, but yeah, remind us of a fact that we forgot and kind of threw our our. Uh, ideas of what's going to happen out the window. Yeah, so I'm a little more confused now. It's an exciting time. I am excited. Me too. Ooh, I but think that was it. That, yeah. Is that I all think, we've been yeah, watching? I think so. That was actually quite a bit. <laughs> 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 We're staying busy with the content now. But yeah, The Iron Giant. Like I said, it came out in uh, 1999, was directed by Brad Bird. Do you recognize that name? No. Oh, okay. Well, he did The Incredibles. Am I supposed to? No, he did The Incredibles oh. uh, and stuff later. So uh, I don't think I've ever made seen very... The Incredibles. Really? Oh, it's a good one. I like that have one, too. I? Uh, I have no, no You I haven't watched so. it with me. Yeah. So if you haven't with me, then yeah, you probably haven't, I guess. But um, yeah, so he he did The Incredibles and a few other animated movies that have been very, really good. Oh, Toy Story 4. Oh, he was a... Uh, on the senior creative team for Coco. So like that does, mm. does a lot of stuff. Uh, but anyway, so directed by Brad Bird, 1999 stars Eli Marienthal. Wait, what? 
Don't you want to talk about our history with it first? Oh, sure. Back it up. Sorry. Don't, you're not supposed to give facts yet. I did yet. get ahead in the run of show. I apologize. Yeah. I got off the note. Uh, what, what's Let's the significance of this movie for you? <laughs> uh, it was one that was also very heavy in rotation for our household, I'd say. Uh, and then also watching it again, it was another one much like our beloved movies that we quoted to each other all the time. <laughs> uh, so a lot of, a lot of fun remembrances of lines there. And then, uh, I don't know. It just, I remembered it being a really fun story and a really like emotional story, but one I hadn't seen and a uh, lot of funny moments, but one I hadn't seen in years. Yeah. Like since before we, yeah, over 10 years. Yeah. I love how that's like a good measure for anything. Like, well, really? I haven't well, seen it since yeah. we got together. So it's been at least 11 years. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good way to like judge time and yeah. what's happening yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, so y'all rewatched it a lot too. So, it yeah. wasn't like a, it wasn't a one time watch. And now I'm while talking about it, maybe we went to the theater to see it. Oh, really? Siblings, correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> or confirm, please, later. But yeah, I think we or might parents. have. Or parents. Yeah, that's true. They listen to this you too. You parents too. <laughs> I my siblings would remember easier. But anyway, uh, it was a very a one that held a special place in our house. So I have a lot of fun memories with this one. What about you? Literally never heard of it. Really? No. Even Not when I one like, I feel like I missed. Not one I knew existed. Really? N- yeah. Huh. I don't um, know a thing about it. Well, I mean, to be fair, it is an animated movie, which I well, know. I know, you but I know all the other animated movies. I mean, well, I like, was this not a very big movie? No, I feel it like had to it, have been based on the people who were in it. But yeah, and I mean, and it has, and I feel like it did fairly well, and also is like one of those like held up as like a classic ch- classic childhood movie for many people. Hmm. I would say. Interesting. But yeah. So sorry I, that you I knew nothing. missed my but radar entirely. At, at least, you know, now you were. I'm right caught up. It. You're caught up now. You, you. Spoiler. <laughs> you're not supposed to know that until the end of the episode. <laughs> I thought we were done with all pretense. But I am caught up. <laughs> um, okay. Now, please tell me the rest yes, of the sorry, IMDb sorry. facts. So uh, jumping back into there, it will, uh, it stars Eli Marienthal as Hogarth Hughes, Harry Connick Jr., Jennifer Aniston, which that actually was something I did not know from a kid. I had no idea that she voiced uh, Hogarth's well, mom. Yeah, I don't, in 99, I don't think she would have been on your radar yet. Yeah. And Vin Diesel as the Iron Giant, kicking off his uh, his string of single-sentence characters <laughs> and voices. <laughs> and, oh yeah, Christopher McDonald, good old Shooter McGavin, Shooter showing McGavin. back up again this season, and John Mahoney. Uh, the dad from Frasier. You know what's funny is y'all. We were we were both. Wait, what's Shooter McGavin's real name? Uh, Christopher McDonald. We were both watching Christopher McDonald movies on repeat. Oh my god! They were just very different movies. He's the tie that binds us together. <laughs> that in Home Plate Diner in Loving, <laughs> yes! Texas. Those chicken fingers. So I mean, good. we were watching. I don't know what year Happy Gilmore came out, but we were watching that on repeat. Yeah, I would think the timelines are similar. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of funny. It was good. That is really funny. I hadn't put that together yet, but that is very Just good. Wildly different. Not sim- not different characters, really. No. Similar characters, wildly different stories. Well, that's the thing about him. And we even talked about it when, in our Flubber episode. That's like just what he does, you know? Oh, yeah. We've already talked about him this season. Yeah. It was just like that he just plays the asshole dick character. Yeah. But he does it so well, but it's which makes it somewhat endearing because you see him and you know exactly what you're going to get, which is fun. I wonder but, what he's like in real life. I know, which makes me think he's not that in real life. I hope he's not just like what playing he himself. Is? I hope he is playing himself. <laughs> 
Man, he's not on Instagram. I was really hoping to get some insight into his life. I wish he would be on Instagram because you know it would just be Shooter McGavin. Well, yeah, I awesome. know. What would that be like? Now that we've gone over the cast and everything like that, what did you think about it? Happy did Gilmore you? 96, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. So, uh, What did I think about it now that I've seen it? Yes. Uh, well, you had warned me that it was probably going to make me emotional, so I was not thrilled <laughs> to turn it on um, because there's enough in the world that makes me cry. I don't want to just watch a movie that makes me cry for funsies. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was good. I mean, yeah, it was a cute story. But, but no, I don't. Really your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to continue watching which, it anymore. I, which honestly was kind of what I expected, I you know, and stuff like that. But I, it was funny what kind of brought it up. But it was because I hadn't really been thinking of this movie as one to watch for this season of the show mm-hmm. uh, until we were talking about um, laxative stuff. So for some reason, <laughs> you said the smooth move <laughs> X lax thing. Smooth move X lax, and that yeah. reminded me. I thought that came from the scene in this movie when oh. Hogarth feeds Agent Mansley the laxative, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, I think because you asked me, do you know where that came from? And I was like. Iron Giant, right? And I don't, I don't think know it, where it came and it from. It actually wasn't. I was wrong there. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of what like popped in my head. I was like, oh man, I really should do this movie. But I kind of knew still in the back of my head, yeah, it might not be one that you were gonna be totally into. Okay, hold on. Can we do a little sidebar sure. of smooth move <laughs> X Lax? That was just like a saying growing up. Yeah. I think it was a holdover. I don't know that it came from anything. Really? Did we ever figure out? No, we never did then. But that's where you thought you heard it. I thought because of that, because he feeds it to him in a, in a like a, a, in a milkshake and stuff like oh, that. That's so, right, yeah. I, so I don't know. It just kind of like fit. Like seems like that's how that scene would have ended. And then well, after not, a quick Google, I think it's just like a weird slang. I don't think it's from anything. Well, there we go. We but kind that's of why it came up. I yeah. was thinking that your family suggested it when we were talking about movies to do for the oh, maybe podcast. Maybe they did, and I just yeah. forgot about that, too. I think they oh. put it on the list. Well, yeah. we got to tell a funny laxative story anyway <laughs> along the way. When you said we were talking about laxative, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Not for our own personal use, everyone. Just so you know. It was just in because of reference to that, to that phrase. So what did you think? Did it hold up for you? It did. It was really good. I still liked a lot like liked all of it i was surprised how much i did forget oh really uh just there were a few scenes like the one that i remember that i turned to you and said like oh yeah we used to say this one to each other all the time when uh-huh. we dive off the diving board when hogarth did the cannonball and he says you know this is for professionals only like we, <laughs> me and my siblings would do that all the time before we did some you, you know dorks. attempt at a cool dive going <laughs> off the diving board and stuff like that before i tried one of my perfected squirrel dives but you know um so yeah, it was fun to get to see it again. Definitely not one that I feel like I need to go immediately like rewatch again. Okay, like, thank it could you. Be, it could I be don't like, want to always be the bad guy. You agree. You don't need to watch it a bunch. <laughs> no, it's it's one that like, sure, a revisit every... 15 years? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was really fun. It did like... It was fun to get to see it again now, especially like knowing the people. Like I had no idea that the general was John Mahoney, and so now having watched through Frasier, that was fun getting to hear his voice. And yeah, be like, oh, this that is was fun. this is cool because it's it's a little different. He's more gruff than he is in Frasier and things like that. Um, well, and obviously now Jenna Aniston is a huge. Yeah, I mean, I watched she would have been a star now. by the time this was out, but yeah. not on your radar necessarily. So. Yeah, no, I watched this my whole childhood and had no idea it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, so, yeah that's funny. That was kind of fun to find and out. And I guess the kid isn't anybody we know from anything? No, not that I know from anything. Yeah. But um, it does, though. Harry Connick Jr. Ooh, baby. 
Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> One of the notes I took is that his cartoon is hot. Yeah. He I is did, hot. I didn't remember that. He had like Dean. he had like a five o'clock shadow, which is a funny thing to draw on a cartoon for some reason yeah, to me. Little soul patch. I don't know why. Um, like and you know, pick. he had Harry Connick Jr.'s Nolan's twang and mm-hmm. he was like a cool art guy. Yeah. Lived in a junkyard. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Yeah, it was cool. And he's a fun character too. Like he's pretty funny, like he's really dry and stuff, but like somehow even the times like how his character reacts to Hogarth of like when Hogarth asks if the giant can stay in his scrapyard right. and he just responds by standing up, saying nothing, dumping out his coffee, and then just turning <laughs> around. Like I know it's an animated thing, but just like it just fits I don't know, the character's so well done in that regard too. That's cute. It, it, those little moments like that were really funny. And I another one that I that kind of stood out to me being like, man, that's just a little touch that made this movie special is when Agent Mansley, Christopher McDonald's character, is trying to convince the general to send the forces down when he's first over at Hogarth's house. Uh, he like the general's laughing at him thinking he's crazy. And Mansley looks over at this cabinet and there's a uh, oven mitt hanging on the side of it. That's got like a cow making a dumb, like sticking out its tongue face. Like you look crazy, l- it, making a crazy face. Uh-huh. And he just like looks at it side eyes and like turns it around. So it's not <laughs> looking at him and just stuff like that. Like it's so like those little touches were great. Very silly. Yeah. Do you want to give a quick, plot do people know this movie oh yeah <laughs> i guess i got so excited to start talking about it i kind of skipped maybe over. just give us the quick imdb basically storyline uh, young boy in a small town Ma- rockwell maine during the cold war uh a this giant metal being like 50 foot metal being uh crash lands in the sea outs off the coast comes ashore and is discovered by hogarth and of course there's the chance of government conspiracy where did this come from uh, and everything. So it's kind of just the journey of their friendship together. So it's very, very uh, classic childhood storyline. Uh, it's also a love story. Yeah, that's because true. Because, of course, Harry Connick Jr. and Jen Aniston fall in love. Duh. Yep. <laughs> Called that. Did you think there was any chance at all that uh, the mom and Mansley were going to get together? Uh, Shooter McGavin? Yeah. Well, at first I did because I, for- I had already forgotten Harry Connick Jr. existed. <laughs> because we just met him briefly at the beginning. Right. And then, you know, we had, it was a bit before we saw him again. But yeah, that didn't last long. Yeah. I did also call, when it started, I asked you if it was going to be like E.T. where like, uh, excuse me, Fender, if it was going to be like E.T. where the kid falls in love with the monster and then the government takes him away. Yeah, very much. I is. wasn't wrong. It, well, it's a mix of two movies, actually, right? Yep. That and <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> this movie is just copying Armageddon, which came out the year before. Uh, kind of. Which was very funny. The, more of the finale of it. Like he, you, he ar- uh, the Iron Giant Armageddon's himself. I love that you've used that, turned that into a verb. It I is a verb. It. I know. To Armageddon yourself is to agree to die to save other people. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, especially he starts, if space he starts is flying involved. Up. The the missile comes out of the water at the end. I know we're just saying parts all over the place, but the Iron Giant. If you've seen, into, you know. Yeah, if you've seen it, you know. Uh, the Iron Giant has to go into it, and as soon as the missile uh, appeared, Sam goes, "He's going to Armageddon himself, isn't he?" <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Like, we just got to wait and see. <laughs> sure enough. But yeah, uh, let's see. You know something else I want to talk about. Hmm. I want to talk about how you can focus on anything other than the fact that this kid's name is Hogarth in this movie. <laughs> it took me like, uh, it was a short movie. What was it? An hour like 20? Less than an hour. Yeah. Less than an hour and a it half. It took me like the first 40 minutes to get over the fact that his name was Hogarth <laughs> and pay attention to anything else. Which I thought Hogarth? there was. Yeah. I thought there was some 
explanation in the movie. Like I thought I remembered his mom like telling Dean at some point it's some I don't know some family name or whatever. But that was a figment of my imagination because that never happens. No, it did but not. I do appreciate that there is the scene where Mansley makes fun of it as he leaves the house. He's like Hogarth. Who names their kid Hogarth? You know, okay, might as well have named him Zeppo or something. It is a last name. Hogarth not, is not. Yeah, I'm seeing people with the last name Hogarth, but not a first name. Huh. It sounds to me like they made this movie in like 1880. Well, and this it's would supposed have been to be like what? Late 50s, early 60s yeah. probably. Where where did that come from? I don't know. Anyway, that was the only Maine's other. It's a wild place, you know. That was a, a big point I wanted to make was what are you doing naming a child Hogarth <laughs> in a kid's movie? No, the thing I couldn't unhear is when Agent Mansley first shows up and he started talking and you were trying to guess who it was. Oh, yeah. And you just thought, you just said, all I hear is Tim Allen. And God. as soon as you said that, that's all I heard. Shooter McGavin so like sounds so the much like Tim Allen. <laughs> I just heard Tim Allen. <laughs> it was one of those where there would be like long stretches where it sounded identical to Tim Allen yeah. and then you would hear something. Like uh, some pronunciation or or some different part of his accent, and you'd be like, "Oh no, no, that's definitely not Tim Allen." But then it would switch back, and you'd be like, "Wait, is it Tim Allen?" Yeah. Forever, I couldn't, and I couldn't guess who it was. Oh no, wait, I did guess that. I couldn't remember who Vin Diesel was. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't really hear Vin Diesel's voice a whole no, lot it's because so, like, the Iron Giant just makes like noises essentially. Right. Does talk, but it's such a you know they manipulate the sound of his voice so yeah. much. Yeah, you can. Well, I mean, tell. and really, all he's saying is like trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I, it really was. It was a great movie. I enjoyed getting to watch it again. Like I said, fun to revisit some of the things I hadn't seen in a while, uh, or had, I mean, had had forgotten about it. But yeah, I think it held up really well. Really it's pretty well heavy for, for a kid movie. It is. It does cover a lot of like heavy material especially with like the like, like the bomb the, gover- the government being involved period is like weird enough for a kid movie i yeah. think oh yeah i get that especially but like especially handling the themes of the cold war where like you were under the threat of you know being bombed constantly and stuff like that so they're showing like yeah vi- or the supposed threat of being bombed constantly so like showing the videos of like how to protect yourself in school kids yeah. like, which was a thing it was a thing but like that's crazy and I'm, it's crazy that yeah the kind of that is a did you need to put that in a kid movie? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then, yeah, and the the ending still is pretty, like, especially, it's like, again, for a kid movie, you know, like, having a beloved character, like, sacrifice himself, granted, right. shown at the Armageddon end. Armageddon himself. Yeah, that he's uh, still alive and everything like that, which, of course, then I spent my whole childhood hoping for Iron Giant 2, which oh, never no. happened. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, some things you just don't, just don't come to those who wait, you know what I mean? <laughs> But anyway, it also made me think of Brave Little Toaster. Mm, I don't know. Does it yeah. is that a similar animation style at all? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. From um, what I remember of Brave Little Toaster, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Well, that would have been like that m- over ten 80s. years older. Yeah, yeah than I think this. that was late eighties. But man, that movie freaked me out as a kid yeah. for no particular reason. This whichever one that has like the toaster or Blanky having like a nightmare of a clown that suddenly has sharp teeth and like jumps at this at the screen no thank you i remember that that. sounds terrifying it was terrifying i just mean i think toasters talking and having personalities (laughs) in general is what freaks me out ah by that time i'd seen toy story i was i was okay i don't know if they were like "Uh uh-uh that was way before toy story i know but i saw brave little toaster after i seen toy story um Maybe they were like drawn creepy or something. I don't know, but I the didn't. 80s I didn't want to watch it. Had a very special style of animation. 
I would say. Like you there there's like the Disney animation and things, and then you have the things like the Don Bluth cartoons. What's that? And uh he's like the Five Will Goes West, uh, American Tale. Oh, oh okay. like that style of animation, which is a secret of, you know, all those I would even say some early like early DreamWorks stuff like uh the oh I'm blanking on it now. The Are they the ones that ripped off all the Pixar movies? No, no maybe it's not DreamWorks. The Whatever, man, I can't think of it. Or Tim, it's the environmental movie where Tim Curry is the voice of the villain. It's like the valley of something that has like a fairy. I can't think of the name of it I right have now. No idea. But anyway, what you're like talking these, about. these like movies like this would like get really dark and hit, you know and cut, hit some of these like darker themes and stuff like that. So yeah, it is kind of interesting that was carried through with Iron Giant. I don't know how I got onto that. But and anyway. kid movies now still have heavy themes, but I feel like they're done in like more positive Lighter? lights. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta look what this movie is. That's gonna drive me crazy. Also, remember Wallace and Gromit? Oh, I loved Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Everyone knows the moon's made of cheese. Uh, I only remember watching that at school. I think that was another option when there was a sub was that you'd watch Wallace and Gromit. We watched the one that we had was Wallace and Gromit, which I'm now blanking on the title of it, but it's when this uh, penguin is an escaped convict and comes to stay at their house <laughs> and tries to use their house as it a shit place is to weird man <laughs> as a place to like plan a diamond heist oh incredible. sure of course ocean's 11 style yeah um fern gully oh fern gully yeah that was what i was thinking of tim curry's in fern gully yeah, he's the he's the villain i don't know anything about that Been a long time since i've seen that one too but i just remembered it being kind of dark too and in da- teaching us the dangers of you know or the pros of environmentalism should have been teaching kids the dangers of drugs because that's what all those people were on when they made <laughs> shit like that. One hundred percent. But no, I think everybody, you know, unless you had something else on on this Iron episode's Giant, off the rails. It, it's off a the rails, little. but hey, we're having a good time. <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait, wait! Did I thought of one else? other thing. Okay. Um. Oh man, I thought of another cartoon. I don't remember what it. It's gone. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, the, what, in your note, another thing that was dark. Uh, Mansley straight up chloroforms Hogarth in one part. The kid, the, yeah, the, the kid. kid gets chloroformed. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a little heavy. That's a little heavy. What were you trying to do with these lessons? I don't know. So strange. It is the '90s, a different time. Very different time. <laughs> but I think everyone, Sam, has been caught up on the culture that is the Iron Giant. Oh, and few. I was also relieved I didn't cry. For oh, the record, it yeah. didn't make me cry. <laughs> didn't I don't. Either. I wasn't super invested. That's probably why. Yeah, it didn't. But I understand that. I but still, you would. were a little were nervous about it. I remember you're like, "This." Yeah, is especially make me cry, when I realized it? it was like ET, and they were going to take him away. I was worried. I was yeah. worried. But you didn't. You held strong. You held it's okay. Every it ends happy. Harry Connick Jr. marries his mom. It's yep. fine. Hogarth fits in at school. <laughs> yeah, because they changed his name to Lenny. <laughs> 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 oh man. Well, that's it, everybody. Sam, again, like I said, has been caught up on the culture that is the Iron Giant. We do want to let everybody know, just to give you a little bit of a heads up, a little fair warning, that there is going to be one more episode of Culture Catch-Up, unless things change. Only one. Only one more. It's a good one. It is going to be a good one. I'm very excited for what this episode is going to be. I'm really excited. So it's going to be a great one to cap off the season. Here's a spoiler. As a girl... <clears throat> girl, I'm very excited. Ooh, little hint for you. Little hint for you. <laughs> But uh, so stick that around for next anything. next ep- weeks or next episode. That is going to be <laughs> our season finale for season two of Culture Catch Up. Uh, but we'll see you all next time. Bye.